Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. It's November 18th. I'm so glad that you're here and that you have found your way to the scriptures and are making them a part of your daily rhythm. And for those of you with daily rhythms, you know that one day without it kind of throws your day off. I guess uh, the equivalent would be if you're fasting or not eating, you are acutely aware of how hungry you are. And I have found that a daily rhythm, a daily practice in the Word makes us acutely aware of when we get hungry. So, hunger no more. Here we are. Uh, we're continuing today in the book of Acts, reading Acts chapters 7 and 8. And just a couple days left this week in the English Standard Version. Acts chapter 7. And the high priest said, Are these things so? And Stephen said, Brothers and fathers, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he lived in Haran and said to him, Go out from your land and from your kindred and go into the land that I will show you. Then he went out from the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran. And after his father died, God removed him from there into this land in which you are now living. Yet he gave him no inheritance in it, not even a foot's length, but promised to give it to him as a possession and to his offspring after him, though he had no child. And God spoke to this effect, that his offspring would be sojourners, in a land belonging to others who would enslave them and afflict them four hundred years. But I will judge the nation that they serve, said God, and after that they shall come out and worship me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision, and so Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day, and Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob of the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt, but God was with him and rescued him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan and great affliction, and our fathers could find no food. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers in their first visit. And on the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. And Joseph sent and summoned Jacob his father and to all his kindred, seventy-five persons in all. And Jacob went down into Egypt, and he died, he and our fathers. And they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a sum of silver from the sons of Hamor in Shechem. But as the time of the promise drew near, which God had granted to Abraham, the people increased and multiplied in Egypt, until there arose over Egypt another king who did not know Joseph. He dealt shrewdly with our race and forced our fathers to expose their infants so that they would not be kept alive. At this time Moses was born, and he was beautiful in God's sight, and he was brought up for three months in his father's house. And when he was exposed, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and brought him up as her own son. And Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was mighty in his words and deeds. When he was forty years old, 
it came into his heart to visit his brothers, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking down the Egyptian. He supposed that his brothers would understand that God was giving them salvation by his hand, but they did not understand. And on the following day, he appeared to them as they were quarreling and tried to reconcile them, saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you wrong each other? But the man who was wronging his neighbor thrust him aside, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? At this retort, Moses fled and became an exile in the land of Midian, where he became the father of two sons. Now when forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. And as he drew near to look, there came the voice of the Lord. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, and of Isaac, and of Jacob. And Moses trembled and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them. And now come, I will send you to Egypt. This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? This man God sent as both ruler and redeemer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, performing wonders and signs in Egypt and to the Red Sea and in the wilderness for forty years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. This is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. He received living oracles to give to us. Our fathers refused to obey him, but thrust him aside, and in their hearts they turned to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make for us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days, and offered a sacrifice to the idol, and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. But God turned away, and gave them over to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. Did you bring to me slain beasts and sacrifices during the forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You took up the tent of Moloch, and the star of your god, Rephan, the images that you made to worship, and I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tent of witness in the wilderness, just as he who spoke to Moses directed him to make it according to the pattern that he had seen. Our fathers in turn brought it in with Joshua when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our fathers. So it was until the days of David who found favor in the sight of God and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made by hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. 
Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. And when they heard these things, they were enraged and they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. And Saul approved of his execution. And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church, and entering house after house, he dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them the Christ. And the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard him and saw the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice, came out of many who had them, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was much joy in that city. But there was a man named Simon who had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he himself was somebody great. They all paid attention to him, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they paid attention to him, because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic. But when they believed Philip as he preached good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed, and after being baptized he continued with Philip, and seeing signs and great miracles performed, he was amazed. And when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your silver perish with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Repent, therefore, of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intent of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. And Simon answered, Pray for me to the Lord. 
that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. Now when they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning seated in his chariot. And he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, Go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this, Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with the scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop. And they both went down into the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Father, we thank you for your word, and thank you for this reminder today of looking back remembering we remember the good and we remember the not so good and it's so much easier to just linger on the good and bypass the pain the heartache our mistakes that's necessary to sit with the good and the bad so that we do not repeat the bad so that we count the cost we learn from our mistakes we remember the pain and we feel the pain so that we do not repeat the pain. And so many times, even God, we fail to remember the things that you have done for us, the things that you have brought us through. We just move on so quickly. And so I pray today that these reminders of looking back to the people that paved paths and roads for these men we read about in the New Testament and as they reflect back on the heroes of faith in the Old Testament the covenant that you made with these men generation to generation to generation that ultimately leads up to the lineage of Jesus may we pause reflect consider those that have paved a way for us to be where we are. 
May we consider the things that you have brought us from out of out of darkness into your marvelous light. We love you. Thank you for this time together today. And may this word be sealed on our hearts. I pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This wraps up our time together for this week. I look forward to turning the page and starting a new one with you tomorrow. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another. Hey, my adorable dab C fam. This is King Newsica Daniel. Family, I just learned through the ministry of Johnny Erickson Tata that November is National Caregivers Month. And I was thinking about the time when I witnessed my beautiful bride, L.O.V., do such an incredible job caring for her mom when she came to live with us about a year and a half before she passed in 2019. And so I just want to pray for all of you outstanding caregivers. I want you to know God sees you. He cares deeply about the challenges that you're facing. So Father, I come on behalf of all of the caregivers around the global campfire. And I lift all of them up, Lord. You see the challenges that they're all facing. You see the hardship. You see the difficulties. You see the physical challenges that they're experiencing. You see the psychological and the emotional challenges. God, will you supernaturally Give them the strength that they need and the ability and the wherewithal to care for their loved ones. I pray that you would send help, that you would send assistance, that you would give them the break that they need, that they can get a, a break and get away for a time to just be able to recalibrate God. But I pray that you would bless them in a supernatural way. And I thank you for their labor of love. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, family. This is Dawn from Ohio. And I'm calling in this morning because I heard the prayer request of the sweet woman um, who was a new Dabsy listener um, on the 15th of November in regards to her son and um, the homosexual lifestyle he's living. And um, I just want to encourage her um, and tell her that, you know, I too, I have a daughter who's lived a lesbian lifestyle for about, um, I would say since high school, so probably over 15 years. Um, but today I just want to pray for you. Dear dear Lord, I pray for this sweet sister. Um, I pray for her, Lord Jesus, um, and I just want to encourage her to press into you, God, and to believe in your promises and to know that you're close to all of us who struggle with children who are living a lifestyle that is outside of your will for them. And God, um, through this experience I've had with my daughter, I've grown closer to you. The devil would want to make it for our destruction, but God, you want to make it for our good. 
And so we lift up our children to you today, God, who struggled with this. We ask that you set them free because you're the only one who can. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, family. This is Pamela, resting in the Lord from Pennsylvania. I'm listening to November 14th and agreeing in prayer with everyone who called. Wendy from Michigan called to pray for Simone and encourage her to not live with regret. And she also shared that three months ago her dad committed suicide and she is learning to live the abundant and free life. And I'm agreeing with you that that will be true for Simone and for all of us to come to that place. Um, also agreeing with you in prayers for Tanya for healing for her back. Tanya, thank you so much for your faithfulness to the Lord and to all of us. May he bless you with healing and guide you in directions to go that are practical here on this earth besides his divine healing. Agreeing in prayer with Cynthia from upstate New York um, who called in for Mindy and protected by his angels and Joy from Mexico and Kingdom Seeker Daniel. Um, agreeing with you in prayer, Cynthia, that Mindy's dad, even though he's in stage four lung cancer, will and the whole family will celebrate and cherish every single moment that is left to his earthly life, including the 56th wedding anniversary that he and his wife have to celebrate soon. Also agreeing with you about protected by his angels, that she will stand strong. First Timothy 1.7 God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, a sound mind, and self-control. Two different versions say sound mind and self-control. Agreeing in prayer for joy from Mexico that she will find new friends and that Kingdom Seeker Daniel's trip will be blessed. 